Hi guys, welcome back to Slightly Spiritual. Today we are covering a handful of items that Cindy has channeled in, wants to talk about. We're also going to cover a handful of TikToks and whether we are, I guess, debunking them or whether they are correct or we're going to find out. So you, you and I, the listeners and me are in the same boat and Cindy is our expert. So here we go. <laughs> oh my God, no pressure. I mean... No pressure. <laughs> You're one of the few people that I really, really trust around these things. So there's no well, pressure, but I mean, coming from a person, I don't know if you're like, when I first started getting into this stuff, when we were first becoming friends, and I'd send you a text at like midnight, and I'd be like, tell me about like nothing's changed, basically. True. Except now True. I just come right to you and I'm like, Cindy, tell me all of these things. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, this is great because you keep me like, I feel like up to speed and all the things that are happening. Cause sometimes I get like a little bit in my own world and not like paying attention to what everyone else is paying attention to. Yeah. So it's a good balance. It's a good balance. That's not a bad thing either. No, um, not at all. So last week, I know we talked quite a bit about pop culture, including Harry and Megan. And I know you had thoughts on this additional thoughts. And there were maybe some yes. other things that came in on this. So I'm very curious to hear that. Well, I was just because even after that situation where they were like, are they getting divorced? Whatever. And then Demois yeah. was posting about how they're not, whatever. But then there's some other stuff that came up on her or their social channel recently. And at the end of the day, I was literally like just sitting there thinking, and I was like, you know what? Part of the, not the issue, but part of the thing with the Megan and Harry like situation, I think yeah. personally, and this is, I believe subconsciously happening. I mean, also it's clickbait, right? So it's part of, part of it is intentional, yeah. oh, like yeah. making up stories about that. But some of it with, I think like people like you or me or just who are curious is that, you know, subconsciously, I think people want Harry to be unhappy and yeah. hear me out because we have been taught or you know, in fairy tales and in stories and in growing up that being a prince, princess, royalty, whatever is the end all be all or is going to fix and solve all mm. your problems or is like the thing that we, that you should want in this world. Right. And the fact that Harry walked, well, and Megan, I guess, but both of them walked away from it and are still happy that goes against our internal, or I would say the collective internal belief system that being royal is like, the best thing you could possibly achieve in life or, or one of the best things, obviously there's a lot of, you know, other things too, but like being Royal is like the thing to do and it solves all your problems and you're going to be really happy. So the fact that they're not Royal and they chose to walk away and they are happy is like intuitively like against what we're taught to like believe mm -hmm. or work towards or achieve or whatever. So yeah, I just feel like it's so interesting that these stories keep popping up and people keep trying to look for ways or how are they unhappy? How, and I'm like, why? And then I was like, oh yeah, like intuitively I was like, or in like my meditation, I was like, oh, it's because them being happy and not being royal goes, flies against the belief system of being royal is, is like one of the only ways to be happy or being royal is the, one of the ways to guarantee happiness. Yeah. And they're debunking that or, or essentially showing that's not the case. But that's a huge collective like, narrative to be shifting which I'm so glad they're doing it but do you see what I'm saying it's like it's oh, like, oh my totally. god like, we have to talk about this on the pod it's like we have to talk about this 
Yeah. Well, it's funny. I have like two thoughts around this that hopefully I won't lose as I babble on. But um, my first thought is like, I think the flip side of this is you can look at Harry and Meghan and say they kind of expose the negative um, impacts of being royal. Or I would guess more of like, maybe if you're royal and for whatever reason, the media favors you, right? Maybe your life is easier. But for some reason, if you're royal, like with what happened to Megan, and then all of a sudden the media turns on you, which now like mm-hmm. through a documentary on Netflix and um, the book and all these things that have come out, we know that like that was a very intentional thing, right? By the by the palace that they turned on her. But like she's having a vastly different experience, I would say, than like um, Kate Middleton, right? It's like mm-hmm. unfair to even like, I think, compare the two when people are like, oh, Kate's so great. And like Megan couldn't have just like sucked it up and been happy. It's like, well, she was literally getting chased down with no privacy, phone yeah. hack, email, like, you know what I mean? Like just very different experience. And I think when like also the the racism side of it, where like her life was literally being threatened, it's like nothing's worth your life. Like they really didn't have a choice but to leave. And that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, so I totally agree with you there. And then I think the second point here is like, I think there's so many parallels to like our lives day in and day out that like, you know, people will like ultimately believe what they want to believe or people will believe whatever the normal narrative is or whatever makes them feel better, but it doesn't make it, make it right. And it doesn't mean it's reality. Do you know what I mean? Um, So yeah, it's interesting to think about that way. Yeah. I just, I, feel for them and I'm also like oh yeah I don't think this is going away anytime soon despite how happy they are or how happy they're gonna be in the future and all this other stuff because people yeah. just can't be not even that they can't be happy with them I, again I don't think that they can understand that like being normal provides the same level of happiness that like yeah a royalty wouldn't so yeah it's not going away but no no I mean I'm curious to see how it unfolds and I'm curious like I feel like all of a sudden we've seen Harry and Meghan out a lot more, like photographed yeah. a lot more. Yeah. And I'm like excited to see if they have a new project coming or like what that's about. Yeah. Um, well, they have that new to... story that they're, the book, I want to yeah. read it. Now I should have looked up the name of it, but there's a, um, they're producing a like book that, into a movie that they're working on. Yeah. So that can be, that's going to be cool. Yeah, that'll be neat. I did see that. And I think it'll be like their first one that they're doing, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, moving on. So wait, can we also, can we also talk about real quick, because I was looking through our DMs to the Kyle and what's your name? Oh my God. Yeah. Is it Morgan? Really loud on your side. Um, Yeah. Morgan Wade. Also, it was so funny. So my brother-in-law who's in like his mid-20s was visiting us in Nashville last weekend he was telling me he was debating going to some concert when he got back to um Chicago and I was like oh who like who are you debating seeing whatever he's like super into music and he's like oh Morgan Wade and I was like Morgan Wade and the only reason I knew the name was because of the whole thing with Kyle Richards and I was like yeah. telling him all I was like and it's like Maggie Kelly always says all all roads lead to Bravo I was they like do. yes all roads lead they, to Bravo they really do they really do but anyway yes we can go back to that I'm always down to talk Bravo 
it was, I just think it was, and for those of those people following along, but not long story short, there was like rumors that she was leaving her marriage for this person and she was lesbian, blah, blah. And then she produced her music video or something, Mm -hmm. something. And they literally were like making out in it. And everyone was like, what? But then like, she had already said they were just friends. And I was like, this is textbook clickbait and like textbook creating things. And I was like, can we please be original? Like Britney and Madonna did this. Yeah. VMAs or whatever yes. it was like forever ago or MTV Music Awards when we were younger. Remember that? They were on stage yes. and like made out. I'm like, hello, this is not, this is not new. Again, we are not shocked. This is not new. We saw this decades ago with Britney and Madonna. I think it was Madonna. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, anyways, no, sorry. I was just like, be original. <laughs> no, it's true. It's crazy. And I think people forget like specifically with Kyla Richards, she started as an actress and then a producer. Oh. Right. Like she wasn't originally yeah. a housewife. Like she was a child actress. Like, of course she knows this shit. Um, yeah. It's total clickbait. And yeah, it's just, I, I'm curious to see how it unfolds on the season. And I'm also, we're going to have a lot to talk about come September because Real Hazards Salt Lake City starts, Southern Charm starts. Oh, so much. Two of my favorites. And Mary's coming back this season on Salt Lake City, who's like out of her mind, which I'm so excited for. Um, Craziness. It is insane. All right, wait. So going back, going back to what I was going to jump into. So if if you were not on last week, Cindy hosted a um, Zoom group for the Lionsgate portal on eight eight. Um, I watched it recorded because I, I was actually supposed to be at a board meeting for a charity and then I ended up getting sick, really sick that day. Didn't go to anything. Just laid oh. on the couch like a lump. Um, but I, I know you posted this too. So if you weren't at the event or you didn't watch it back, you might have seen it on Cindy's story. But I know Cindy got messages, got guidance last week about meditating with sacred geometry and light codes. And it's funny because, you know, before I even listened back to it or saw your post, I was looking on in my family room. I have like a big thing of um, all of my like meditation cards and there's one called activations and it's all sacred geometry. And I was looking at it earlier last week and I was like, man, I haven't used this in a long time. Like I need to work with this again. And then like two days later, you got that download. Like Cindy does all. I don't know all, but it came up. I was, I don't remember who asked the question in the group, uh, in the group channeling that I did, but sometimes we, and as I was channeling the answer from her guides and like from like the group's guides for everyone on the call, they had showed me working with shaker geometry. And I got really into this. I want to say like probably during the pandemic, like in 2020, maybe. And yeah. I was doing it just on the side or incognito. Like I always like to, by the way, before I recommend things, I always like to try it for myself because otherwise, like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. feel like I need to like, let you know. Yes. Like, and this is whether it's on Instagram or myself or whatever, that's, I always try it for myself. So I did it a lot. Then I have like, there's a specific deck you can get that has like sacred geometry and you, know, you can just Google it or whatever, like an Oracle deck and you can kind of play around with that. I liked it. I didn't notice that big of like, a difference. So I sort of stopped yeah. doing it. But to your point, for some reason, it keeps popping up. Like as I, it yeah. came in in this reading and then I saw it somewhere else and other people were talking about it. I was like, oh, there must be something with this. So um, essentially it is just meditating or if you don't like the word meditating, it's just sitting quietly in a space. And you can either just look at the card or look at the picture. You can like Google sacred geometry on your computer and just looking at a particular element or 
shape that makes like evokes a feeling in you or they certain shapes represent certain things right um that then you either imagine it you can either imagine like being placed inside of it like if you close your eyes imagine being within that shape and just meditating with that energy you can vi visualize it in front of you or just like facing you um you can even imagine taking like a shower in it like with all the different like that shape over and over again just kind of washing over you it's yeah. however it really works for you and the theory or the thought is is that at least this is what came through in the reading was that these uh sacred geometry or light codes which is what comes through that came through um images of that during the on the shaman shaman resonance during the summer solstice in june i'll sh i'll save it to my highlights so everyone can look at it again or we can also share yeah. it in the slightly spiritual and save it to our highlights there but it's just like dna coding and the um intention behind all of this is, is that it reminds yourselves of, and your body of what its original coding or programming is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And by using a specific shape or geometry, it's reminding your body like, oh yeah, this is what this feels like, or this is what your, it, it helps you get back to equilibrium essentially, no matter what it is that you're looking at. And there's some people out there who will literally like channel in, um, your specific light code and they put it in like a picture frame that you can hang on your desk and you can look at and just you know it's i don't really get that woo -woo with it but you can if you're really really curious and interested in it um and you'll also hear people talk about light language which is which is a specific like language of people it's like clicking and like sounds with your tongue yes. and it's really it's i think we had someone on who kind of like went into yes. that a little bit a while at the ago. very cool. beginning i think of like the podcast i think i'll, yeah. I'll go back and i'll find it yeah um, anyways, there's what that's light language. And what I'm talking about is light codes, which is just a picture, a specific geometric form or shape. And again, you can just pick one and Google it, or you can have them made for yourself. I don't do that, but I'm sure yeah. you can find somebody if you're if everyone like is really interested. Yeah. Or again, it's just picking things like I loved what really came through was the eight eight on eight eight was using the light codes that came in during that influenced the the resonance of the earth, earth's frequency. And yeah. I screenshotted it like a bunch of people did. And just looking at that and imagining that washing over you is going to be like very healing and helpful. So it's just, you know, it's fun. Yeah. Now I have to dive back into those cards and yeah. Are you there's like I said, there's a, there's a card deck. You can pull cards, see what it says. It's great. Yeah, that's super interesting. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting that it's like all coming through like now too around it. Well, know? I think part of it is so like the uh again, woo on you guys right now. We're getting real spiritual in this moment. Um, <laughs> I think there's been a really big resurgence around the impact that sound mm -hmm. therapy and vibrational therapy it has for healing. Yes. Or, and, and, or like red light therapy is huge right yes. now. Like I know you use it. I have started using it here and there. It's like big on like Instagram getting tons of those solar wands, like the red light wands yep. and all those things. Right. So anyways, my point is I think a lot of this stuff with like the shaker geometry, cause that's, that's a frequency, right? Like that shape yeah. is holding a frequency that when you tune into it, it's all vibration, right? It's all an energy. That's what you're tuning into, whether it's a picture, whether it's something you're hearing, whether it's a red light you're putting on your face or your body or in the room. It's sound healing. It's I think it was Edgar yeah. Casey or somebody said that the medicine in the future is all frequency. Like that's true. Yeah. That's that's what healing is. Even if you're taking a pill or whatever, 
essentially yeah. what you're doing is changing the DNA in your body or changing the vibration within your body to get to a place of healing. That's what you're doing. Yeah. Right. But you can also use light, sound, pictures, shapes. They all work. Yeah. It just some, some people resonate with more than others. Or some people need even acupuncture. Yeah. Some people need that physical, like stick a needle, you know, like to feel like they're having that shift. And some people don't need all that. They just need to like be yeah. in a sound bath and it feel better or stay yeah. in a salt cave or soak in a bath or like, yeah, whatever. Or do no, all I the think, things. Yeah. I mean, I, I, Hey, you know, I'm a fan of all the things and I think everything serves like it's time and it's place, um, depending on like what you need in that moment. And I don't know if this is like woo or alternative medicine, but I mean, I'm a big frequency believer in a way that I don't want to say I wasn't before. I just had never really like experienced it. Um, but this, I had started talking to this company way, way back, like beginning of March that makes these frequency devices and they like kind of look like Apple watches. And then they're programmed with all these different frequencies for like all these different things. And it was some of those things where I got it and I kind of was like, eh, like, you know what I mean? like, give me a break, you know, but I tried it. And I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about this on podcast before. Cindy knows this. I do not sleep very well at night. And, and I've historically been like that my entire life. And, um, the night that I used it and it has an insomnia frequency, I was asleep within a half hour. And I literally since March have worn this thing. It's charging. Almost, that's why I'm like not wearing it right now, but like almost every day. And I use it. It has like a um, an energy frequency that I use during the day. It has an anxiety frequency, which actually I find the most helpful. It has a travel frequency that like is supposed to like boost your immune system. Um, super, super interesting. And then, yeah, I mean, I love red, red light therapy. I do it at least every morning. It's the first thing I do when I wake up massive, massive difference. And then I was just having a conversation with my mom over the weekend. Who's like, you know, very, very woo. And, um, she was watching like a documentary or something on history channel about a lot of these ancient sites that they're discovering in like, you know, Egypt, Middle East, Asia, and they all have these like chambers where they like echo a certain way. And like, I don't know if it's like researchers, historians, whatever say, like they think they think like, there's no way to know for sure, but they think that they were like healing chambers for frequency and like, if you were sick, it's like, that's where you would go to heal. So mm-hmm. I'm a believer in all of it. I am curious to see like what the implications are in the future. And I hope it's not one of those situations where it's like, as people or like researchers make strides in this, like they start to disappear, like we've seen in the past. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I find it super interesting. If anybody else has like information on that, I would love to learn more. So feel free to DM us. <laughs> I love it. Even Meghan Markle, back to Meghan Harry, she was photographed this weekend wearing yes. a disc on her wrist. I meant I to asking, send that to you. I saw it. Girl, I'm all over her. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm all over. Well, I sent it to two of my healer friends and I was like, have you guys looked into this or heard about this? Like chiropractic doctors yeah. and naturopath doctors. And they both said no. So I didn't, I wasn't going to bring it up because I didn't, I don't know enough about what specifically yeah. what she was wearing to speak to, um, but it supposedly helps with stress, like an anti-stress patch. Um, and she had a, she had a frequency for like calm that was on her wrist to help with that Uh, stuff. So, um, and apparently it's a patchy hers is just like you leave on temporarily, but I love the option of what you have a rechargeable thing that you can wear. So again, I think it's hitting like, you know, more and more mainstream. And I think we're going to start seeing a ton of these. And 
I mean, yeah. if everybody's doing it, they can't get rid of, you know, they can't yeah. just, uh, not, you know, they can't get rid of all of it. And I'm always, my, yeah. this is my, I'm going to say it again. I've said it before, which is I think both Western and Eastern practices together are amazing. Like, I think yeah, you should do all the things that you need with the doctors and the pills and whatever. That's fine. But then I also love incorporating this Eastern new age, woo, vibrational frequency in yeah. addition to it. Like, why not? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, why not? It's, it's not hurting yeah. anybody. And if it helps you yeah. and it makes you feel better faster, sooner, like, yeah, you know, so I'm with you. that's what I always, that's always my disclaimer is I'm not anti any other thing. I'm just, I also love, yeah. and I'm so curious about all this other stuff. So I'm going to have to like do some research on what she had, or maybe like get what you have to, I, I love this stuff. Like I absolutely love it. So yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. Um, and then I also just realized last thing I'm going to say on frequency. So I went for there's a new lymphatic drainage practice that opened up here in Nashville. And I went for the first time this past week. Um, and cause my lymphatic system doesn't really work. So it has to be like manually relieved basically for me to detox stuff out. And it's just so hard to find somebody that like resonates. And, um, I found this woman on Instagram and she does lymphatic drainage and she does it with these frequency wands. So oh. it's like, it's still manual lymphatic drainage, but they're like these frequency wands that like are glass basically that like they do it with. And I was talking to her about it and she was like kind of explaining it to me and stuff, but yeah, just super interesting how it's starting to be used in like day-to-day -day practices and, and stuff like that. So yeah. yeah, I love it. So fun. I know we'll have to explore this topic more, get somebody on that's an expert. Um, oh yeah. I also know, I don't know if you and I were voicing about this or if I saw it on your story that you had some kind of new stuff come up around manifesting, which I feel like is always oh. a big community topic, like always big topic. Yeah. So I took Mama Medicines, uh, who I love her. She's a healer actually out of New York, doesn't have a space anymore, but just works and travels around and everything. And I took a like demanifestation course. I was just like curious about it and the format and just, I don't know. I love her stuff and I was available and free. So I was like, why not? You know, meant to be. Um, and anyway, so I did it and it was very interesting where she was talking about the, uh, when manifesting is always a balance with things and that it's great to like quickly manifest a million dollars or like all the success, like all this other stuff, but She's like, at what cost? And mm. she referenced um, Jim Carrey. I guess I'm not as familiar with like exactly what happened with him. But what she said is uh, that he apparently like set out in the universe or famously said, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm all going the next year or whatever, blah, blah. And within that and like and like did the manifestation practice and all the yeah. things that we all talk about all the time. And he did. That's when he got the Ace Ventura movies. Uh, was like huge. We were growing up and like the yeah. man. Remember that? Like all those yeah. movies that he was in and all yeah. that other stuff. And he did. He was a millionaire within a year of saying this or a year or two or two years, whatever. But she goes, but then soon after that, he got really sick and he's oh. depressed. And he has all these issues with his family. And I don't know exactly, but she was like, you know, I look at that and I think about the cost and not to say that everyone who's successful is going to get sick. Yeah. Right? That's not what yeah. we're saying, yeah. but 
what I understood or what I took from it is that there's a cost in manifesting. And if equal and opposite reaction, if you do not sacrifice or let go of or give up or, you know, release. Yeah. Like the true limiting beliefs or the, you know, things that are holding you back or the imposter syndrome and all that stuff. And then, you know, eventually, yeah, if you focus on enough, you are going to manifest it. But if yeah. you ha- if it's in if it's not in congruent or alignment with some of your other belief systems, then there's going to be a cost. There's going to be not always negative, but just a balance of. And we talk about this in like my my therapist and like my life coach of yeah. like you. It's called upper. Some people call it upper limiting. You can only go so good before then your body brings you back down to something yeah. happens or there's a drama or you lose a bunch of money or you know whatever because that's the balance. If you don't really truly believe, like with every you know. Yeah. And, and haven't released, be like given up, like let go of that's the sacrifice part in order to allow in this new thing, then yeah, you'll get the new thing, but then there's going to be a, like that sacrifice or that balance has to come yeah. later then. And so it's like I, go ahead. I would say it sounds like you have to like do the work first. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why when we talk about like lucky girl syndrome and all that stuff, it's yeah. Like, yeah, sure. I think that's cool when you're doing something short, small, sweet, minimal. Yeah. Because that's easy for you to your mind to like graph. Like, oh, I can ace this interview. Like I've done interviews before. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But if you're going for something big, like I'm going to manifest winning a billion dollars in the lottery and become a billionaire. Like, but, and yeah, you might be so good at manifesting that it happens. But then if you haven't released all those other belief systems down the road, I mean, not to predict bad things, but something is going to bring it back into balance for you. Yeah. Look at all the people who win the lottery and then lose it all right away. Oh my right? God, yeah. Like that yeah. is not a coincidence. That is the balance I'm talking about. That like, yeah, okay, you manifested this thing, but because you didn't deal with the belief systems, the sacrifice of afterward is going to get to lose it all again. Like, yeah. you know, because you have to, you know, it, it just, yeah, it's, it's. I'm still kind of playing around with it and like understanding it and really learning it. But I do think there's a piece of this. It's also like, even when you're trying to manifest or someone's over the weekend or someone of like, someone's like, oh, like, uh, trying to lose weight and like oh it's hard to lose weight and they're like oh I yeah. should just say the opposite it's easy to lose weight and I was like do you actually believe that and they were like yeah no and I'm like then that don't make that your new belief system yeah. or your new mantra because that's not I mean yeah eventually it might work but you don't believe that it's like it's, in, it's not congruent with your beliefs you have to choose something yeah. neutral like yeah once I know I'm able to lose weight or once I get to a certain or, or like once I start losing weight, it's eat, drop, it lose weight fast or, you know, like something where yeah. losing weight is an example, but it, something where it's feels good, but it's neutral, not always the yeah. opposite because, okay. Yeah. You could manifest that thing, but then like at what cost? Yeah. Down the road. No, that makes sense. So I'm still like messing around it, but I feel like it's just something to like note. I'm not saying yeah. don't manifest and I'm not saying don't go after all the things. Yeah please by all means do, but just make sure you're also yeah. looking at the letting go of the belief systems and all that stuff. I also think it's so fascinating because mom medicine's into more like the witchy stuff more than me. Yeah. And I like think about all like the human, like the sacrifices we used to see in like ancient times and like yeah. all this stuff. Oh, yeah. And I'm not, again, I don't think it needs to be like sacri- like blood sacrifices to get what you want. I'm yeah. not saying that, but I'm just so curious. Like, did that, is that how they interpreted this concept and that's yeah. what they offer? I don't know. I mean, I don't, condone that and don't support that but it's just fascinating to me because you hear about all that stuff and I'm like huh is that was that the ritual is that how they interpreted this concept maybe yeah I don't know maybe I could see that yeah unfortunately oh unfortunately yeah Yeah. but I mean you know like the ritual things that people used to do or like oh yeah I mean 
again, yeah. I don't believe that stuff, but it's just crazy. No, I don't. So. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Like maybe they thought that if there was like a physical sacrifice, it wouldn't impact them themselves mm-hmm. or like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's a I wild, don't know enough about all that, like a cult stuff that no. I just don't choose it because I just don't really, it no. just feels kind of like dark and negative. No, and see, and it's stuff. funny because when I think about it, like that's how I feel. Like I have a lot of friends that have visited, um, like the Mayan ruins and like Machu Picchu, mm-hmm. like stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it has never, it has always freaked me out. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is. It's like Egypt for me always yep. has always freaked me out. Um, yeah. And I don't know. It just feels like dark, not to say yeah. like the whole culture is dark, but like certain parts of it, you're kind of like, mm. yeah, I also think we just don't understand enough of it. I just don't think we understand it yeah. all. You know, that's why I'm like, Oh, is that what they were trying? Maybe not. I don't know. I do love Egypt yeah. though. One day that's on the bucket list. One day I would love to like go back there because, because of I think they had all these amazing ancient healing techniques and all this yeah. other cool stuff that like, I don't yeah. think, again, we don't understand. I don't think we understand enough of it, but yeah. it's just cool. It's just very, um, yeah. It's just like a cool thing to, I mean, even just going to Stonehenge was like so fun yeah. and cool and different. And so, you know, yeah, that I would love to see. I'd love to go to the chalice. Well, mm-hmm. like stuff like that resonates. Yeah. Um, or yeah. like in the second part of what I meant to say earlier about the conversation I was having with my mom was, I guess there's like this castle, this like ancient, well, I guess as ancient it can, as it can be for being in the U.S., but there's like this really, really old um, like castle somewhere in Florida that like this hermit built and they have tried to figure out, I guess, for like ever oh, how this. he built this. I've yeah. heard about this. And um, they think that maybe it was some type of like frequency that mm-hmm. we just don't have access to today. And like same thing with the pyramids. Yeah. Like DJ, we're, we're, we're having a conversation. My husband, DJ, was saying, I guess, for the Egyptians to have built the pyramids, they would have had to lay, a, not like a brick, but like a stone, I guess, every five minutes. And it's like physically impossible for it to have happened mm-hmm. without like modern, even kind of with modern machinery. So yeah. it's like, did they have some kind of frequency that they were using? Yeah. Um, well, and I guess ancient, that in the ancient, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, you go. I was saying the ancient folklore. They say that like Merlin helped build the um, Stonehenge, mm. and like similar energy of his helped build the pyramids. And yeah, it's frequency. They're able to. It's like anti gravity essentially. It's like they're able to yeah. create a frequency or anti gravity to um, lift the energy off the Earth and then move it that way versus like dragging it and pulling it and all that stuff. So yes, and that guy yeah. in Florida supposedly figured it out, but then he disappeared. Yes. Of course, so you know. Yeah, of course. Well, I guess there's um, another scientist that's like not figured it out for large objects, but for like very small things. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess they're working on it. So we'll see if he doesn't disappear. Um, I don't know. All the good ones disappear. Well, they do. That's what happened to Nikola Tesla. Like I watched like the documentary and he disappeared out of his hotel room one night, like just gone. Yeah, murdered or whatever. Yeah, it's crazy. And then on like half his um, boxes and stuff are missing. They never found it. Like missing files, yeah. missing things. And he was like a, like a, like anal about labeling and documenting everything. And half of it's missing. And they don't. I, the government. I mean, people. Yeah. I mean, it's government. People took it. You know, like whatever yeah. took it. So. Oh, for yes. sure. I believe that. Um. All right. I want to jump to. 
I guess, kind of going back to lucky girl syndrome, but not really. So I love that discussion. I thought it was so interesting. And there's a handful of things that I keep repeatedly seeing on TikTok. And it's so funny because I keep clicking on them and I say, not interested, not interested, not interested. So I just am like, I don't know what kind of energy this person has. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure like based on like my own media consumption, like outside of TikTok and stuff like that, they're like, oh, you should like this. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, I do not want to see this. Um. So I have a little list that I wanted to ask Cindy about. And if you're on TikTok and you're on like spiritual talk or whatever, you've probably seen some of these. Um, So the first thing I wanted to ask you about that I like keep seeing so many videos on and they literally have their own hashtag now. Like they consider themselves like a community called Shift Talk. But basically, there's all these videos all of a sudden on something called shifting. And I've seen so many different like versions of this that people describe differently, that people seem to, I have no interest in this, but that people seem to do differently, that people claim like different outcomes from. So I wanted to get like, I guess, get your thoughts on that. Okay. So first up, when you said, when you first said to me about shifting, I thought you meant like shape shifting. And I was like, no. Nope. It's not a thing. No <laughs> one's doing it. It's not happening. I was like, no, 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 we're not, we're not. No, it's not a thing. See, but, but that's what said, I was, okay. I was confused about. Cause in some of them, I'm like, are you like not shape shifting, but like, I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's essentially another like trendy term for manifesting, right? Like they're at least the ones that I watched and what my quick dip, deep dive that I did to research for this essentially is, um, people that are, uh, you know, claiming to embody how they're going to be, you know, three years from now or four years from now or five years from now. And if it's like, you want the certain job or the certain wealth bracket or the certain, you know, whatever you are literally like acting, breathing, thinking, moving throughout the world. Like you already have that thing. So is it possible? Yeah. I mean, I, believe that people can like trick their minds into like thinking that this has happened already or that this can happen or they are in this place again like we were talking about earlier like at what cost though like what trade-off That's is it question. for yeah. you like jumping timelines this other thing if you don't actually believe it deep down but you're sort of like spirit are you like spiritually bypassing so to speak yeah. um I also I do agree with like a few of the ones that I saw what they're really saying is that like time doesn't exist right like your body doesn't yeah. know the difference between and your body doesn't know the difference between a thought and something actually happening to you hence yeah. why PTSD is a real thing it's like people yeah. who come back oh, yeah. from, like post-traumatic stress, that's a real thing because your body doesn't know the difference it, it doesn't know if you're thinking that thought or something triggers that thought that you that experience that you had and then you go through that same reaction like you did when you're in that moment Because the body doesn't know the difference. It thinks it's happening again, right? Like, so it's a real concept. Like that is a real, when you look at it towards the past, like a past trauma and it's like, it's a real thing. Like it's, it's scientific and there's things like therapists to help with it, yada, yada, yada. So basically it's like that, but for the future, you're like tricking yourself into thinking that this thing has already happened and the body that this thing has already happened. And then literally like you're creating that reality around you. Just like in the past, if you look at like a PTSD thing or a traumatic thing, it's like, Oh yeah. It's almost like you're right back in that moment. It's exactly like it was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So they're basically just future tripping it. You know, you're, you're doing that for the future. So yeah. Is it possible? Yeah. I, what are the ramifications of the, like the trade-off cost? I don't know. Like 
there definitely are some though. I will tell you that. I don't know what they are, but I can guarantee you there are yeah. some. So I always say with everyone, like take out the grain of salt, right? Like, again, it's fun to play around with it for maybe like an interview or meeting somebody or being in love or whatever, but I don't know how good it is to play around with like jumping complete and utter timelines. like timelines for yourself. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No, time's weird. It's, it's happened to me twice recently. Someone said something to me and they're like, oh, you move so fast. Like moving, like moving apartments or whatever. Yeah. Like, and in my head, I was like, I feel like this is the <laughs> slowest process ever. And it, ne- it like, it's still never ending. I'm still unpacking boxes, but it was so funny. Cause someone looking from the outside and was like, you literally told me in like January, yeah. you're unhappy. And now in, and in, and in all of a sudden in July, you were here. And I was like, oh, I guess that was fast. But like, for me, it felt slow. So again, yeah. the concept of time, like time doesn't exist. Right. It like, it's, yeah, what we agree to here on earth, but it's not the same for everybody on every other planet and solar system and all that jazz. So it's just interesting. Yeah. Well, it's like we've talked about before. I know very different, but how like time can speed up or slow down uh-huh. for us, like depending on what we want, what we need, mm-hmm. what kind of mindset we're in, what we're doing at that moment. And I like, that's something that's I've percent. definitely experienced where it's like, you're doing something and you're like, almost kind of like lost in it. And you're like, Oh my God, it must be like hours later. And it's been like yeah. 15 minutes well, or something. Well, that or, like, I do. Stuff. I do that all the time. Like, I mean, I'm always running late for things yeah. like for flights and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, I call it Einstein time, but I'm like, okay, I'm <laughs> mad. I'm, I'm going to make this flight. Like, yeah, I'm going to make this flight. And then like, literally like, two minutes later, I look down, like your flight is delayed by 30 minutes. And I was like, yeah. great. Cause that's how late I'm going to be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. great. Now I have 30 extra minutes. Like, I'm swear yeah. to God it works. So like, I don't know. Again, yeah. Is that like future time tripping? Is that like manifesting? Is that like calling something? I don't know, but I don't know. I do it all the time. I do it all the time. Yeah, it's I feel like once you're in that mind frame, like I was out of that mind frame, I feel like for a while. And it wasn't until I started doing my thing that I do that I talked about on the last episode where like, I literally will sit and just like write things. Yeah. Yeah. And like, at the very least, even if there's like, you know, not anything that really comes into my head for like that day or like that moment, I'm like, I am grateful. I'm thankful. Everything like Mm -hmm. flows like, you know what I mean? And yeah. It, you know, I mean, not without it ups and downs, certainly, but yeah, I feel like that's when more of those items click for me. Yeah. Where it's like you need some extra time, then like you get a text and you're like, oh, can we talk 30 minutes later or whatever? Yep. Um, so that makes sense. The other thing I wanted to ask you about was this I thought was really interesting. I don't know if there's any truth to it, but there was a video this week that went viral on walking and how based on how somebody is walking, you can like immediately tell, not necessarily if they're enlightened or not, like I feel like that's not the right word, but basically what this person was saying that if somebody is like lighter on their feet and seems to kind of like glide down the street or whatever, and they're not like heavy footed, it means that they're not as weighed down with like I don't want to say like negative energy, but like tense energy or like stuck energy. And if somebody is like stomping or like walk super heavy footed or they're coming downstairs and it's like, boom, 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 boom. Um, it means that they're weighed down with like a lot of stuck energy. And basically this person was like saying in the spiral video, like you can tell everything you need to tell before you even meet a person just by how they walk, which I had never heard before. Um, I don't think this person's lived in a high-rise building before because 
I used to live with kids that lived above me and it sounded like the walls were coming, like the sky was falling and yeah. they yeah. are not negatively and I'm, they were kids. Okay. Like, so, yeah. okay. Just, so, I mean, as I'm kidding, but obviously, but like truly, so like, I don't think it's applies to like people who live in like really big high rise buildings and you have a million people living above you and like, you know, like, I mean, yeah, no matter what it's loud, you know, you know, so I just have yeah. to say partly cause you know, kids like, you know, Partly you have to take it with a grain of salt. Okay. But in theory, the what they're saying, I mean, I can't say no, it's not true because I do think that even in my own life, when I've been really like upset or sad or going through grief or whatever. Yeah, I, I think I am like plodding around a little more loudly or I'm like dragging my feet or, sh or like, sh you know, I think I have been probably walking more heavily, yeah. slowly and heavily versus when I'm like in a great mood and having a great time just walking and skipping and just, yeah, I do feel lighter. So yeah. like, can I debunk this? No. I, is there a truth to it? Probably yes. Are they referring people who live in apartment buildings? No, because <laughs> I feel like they're all loud. Um, but yeah, there's probably some truth to it. I, I guess I almost started thinking about, especially you were talking about now, I almost think about it like though, like in terms of like even um, like animals. Yeah. Like elephants that are really big and heavy, but are said to be so healing. Yeah. Like, I yeah. don't know. I, I don't know if I fully believe in it because like, you can have some animals that are so beautiful and healing and energy, but they're big and they are heavy yeah. and the whole ground earth moves when they move yeah. or, or you like have like horses. the tigers. And the, yeah. Or like horses. Another thing they're so yeah. healing and they're so intuitive and they're yeah. so energetically light, but yeah, their feet are sometimes loud. You can hear them coming, you know, like they're yeah. heavy. So in, I don't know that it applies to everybody or everything. And certainly not to all the animal kingdom or creatures, but Again, I can't debunk it because yeah, I, when I've been sad or upset or really heavy or yeah. in a bad place, yeah, I probably walk a lot heavier. I used to like, the other thing too is I used to wear like really loud shoes. Like when I was in my corporate yeah. gig and I didn't mean to, yeah. it just, I remember being so self-conscious and I was like loud and like clicking through the hallway. And I was like, oh my God, but I was really unhappy, really stressed out, yeah. really anxious. Like, you know, and I was like, oh, and now like, funny enough, most of my shoes are quieter. Like, I don't know what happened, yeah. but they are, they're just quieter shoes. So I'm like, I also think, I, I mean, Maybe I just, maybe there, again, maybe there is truth to it. Cause I do love my job and I am happier and I am lighter than I used to yeah. be. And I've done a lot of healing. So yeah, I mean, there's, again, there's probably some truth to it. Um, I don't know that it applies to every, all the things, but yeah, I mean. It's like, maybe yes, but with a lot of ramifications or like a exactly. lot of like, Exactly. Yeah. Like I would, and I'd say it's more about like the noise, like the loud that in my yeah. experience versus like the, and maybe that's what they meant versus like the heavy versus light. I would think like people who are really yeah. loud as they're banging, yeah. like walking. I'm like, like, that's what I notice more so yeah. than like heavy versus light. But maybe that's what they meant yeah. when they meant heavy. Maybe they meant loud versus soft, but that's how I reference it probably more. So. Okay. No, that makes sense. And I feel like that was like the most recent, um, well, I guess shift talk is kind of like always going on. Like I've seen it for a while and I feel like it's ramped up, but yeah, the walking thing was kind of the most recent, like one-off viral thing, kind of like the lucky girl. I just, stuff. this is me talking out loud, but I don't, who 
are watching who's watching these things i have no idea because honestly it to me it seems like when i look at who's making the videos and yeah. i and when i look at like who's commenting on these videos it's a lot of it seems like teenagers or like young mm -hmm. adults that yeah. are kind of just i don't want to say like easily susceptible because I, like, obviously, I have a deep belief in spirituality. I have a deep belief in the other side, you know, and connecting with the other side and the guidance, all of these things. But I feel like it's, I don't want to say it's people that are searching for something, but it seems to be like a younger generation that's like either searching for something or looking for like a quick fix on things. Yes. And I feel like even with things you're manifesting even with spirituality it's like yes it can be really easy to manifest certain things but there's certain things where it's going to take work to do it or like you have to remove limiting beliefs or like yeah you know it's not always going to be easy um and I feel like that's not what a certain subset of like that generation wants to hear do you know what I mean yeah I agree yeah yeah so I also think it's interesting when people like manipulate their voice yeah like I, I don't know if you guys I saw the Duggar um yes like thing I, yes documentary about the mom and everything and like she used to talk kind of normal but then as she got more and more into the mm -hmm. spiritual church wellness whatever religious piece of it her voice got very like this like all the time yeah she was like oh children wow that's not really kind to our friend. and like manipulating your voice and so like, I don't know, I think about that stuff too. It's like, I feel like, honestly, people's voices tell me more about like where they're at in terms of like their yeah. like spirituality and what's happening and going on in their lives than like how loudly or softly they're walking. Like, I don't trust people yeah. who have that, that weird monotone, like kind of like, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like fake. It just, it is, I yeah. mean, maybe there's a few people here and there that don't, but no. Even Paris Hilton yeah. admitted to changing her voice. I was just going to say, yeah, the baby voice. Because, yeah, the baby voice, because she got, well, one, it got more attention and stuff. But then, but literally when she, she and in her, her latest, like the love documentary she did with her yeah. and her fiance, she slipped yeah. in and out of it a little bit more, like a lot more, because she was just like her with her fiance and yeah. not like on. And yeah. I was like, oh, this, yeah, this makes me believe you. You sound more normal. But I'm telling you, like people's voices is what yeah. tells me more about like, where they're at with like how much heaviness they're carrying or what they're trying to hide or mask or whatever versus like how they're walking so maybe yeah, i should do a TikTok on that and then i'll go viral yes well <laughs> if i ever call you and i'm like cindy how are you what's I going immediately do a wellness check immediately wellness check immediately, immediately. <laughs> immediately oh my god oh. so funny um, the last thing I wanted to ask you about is a personal question. I'm also curious for our community if anybody else experiences this or something similar. But it was so it wasn't funny. It's kind of funny looking back on it. I mean, the whole situation is kind of funny looking back on it. But like, so last week, obviously, Tuesday, we had the Lionsgate portal. And up I had the nicest morning I meditated I did my sauna I was like, Oh, this is great. And um, got an IV and whatever. And all of this happened by like 11 a.m. And I would say by 11.30 a.m., I all of a sudden have not had one, could not tell you the last time I had one, had a horrible asthma attack. 
like literally horrible asthma attack. It caused me to like literally hack like I had COPD. So I lost my voice for the rest of the day. DJ, I had an appointment with Dr. Horowitz. DJ had to talk for me. Literally, the only <laughs> thing I could do was type things out to tell DJ the whole day. I was joking with everybody. I was like, enjoy this while you can because this, I'm not like a quiet person. <laughs> um, but I was thinking about it and I feel like on most of the big like portal days or like super moons, like not necessarily new moon, full moon situation, but like really big, powerful days. I always have like either freak medical things or literally I am so tired, which is not my MO anymore since I finished DAP zone, but like literally where I'm so tired, I can't get out of bed, can't function, can't think. And um, it wasn't until this past week where I like, I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then I realized it was the portal. And I was like, this happens to me almost every time there's a huge astrological event. And I wasn't even like aware of it. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't know if anybody else experiences that or like there's any rhyme or reason for that. And I like last, at first I was really fucking annoyed about it. So like, I didn't even get to finish all the things I wanted to do for the portal and whatever. And then I was like, you know what? Like sometimes all you can do is laugh. Like, yeah, all you, that's all you can do. I couldn't yeah. laugh in my head. I did. <laughs> I mean, portal energies are just, I, I, I like following them even more than like the full and new moons because we are, it's, it's literally, we're aligning with things in the solar system, like the Sirius star and that, that are impacting us way more than um, I think we realize, and once you become yeah. aware of it, like to your point, then you start noticing like, oh my God, I'm exhausted on this day or whatever. And then you can start almost like predicting it, like, okay, the next one's a nine, nine portal. And then yeah. there's like 10, 10, 11, you know, so maybe on those days, you, your days are less heavier, you make them less crazy. Um, and it's a, it's a big time. Like when people transition, like I heard a lot of people who were in the mm. hospital or had the health yeah. scares or their pet died or whatever. And I'm, and I'm so sorry, but also it's easier for the veil is very thin too. So like, if you're very intuitive and you're very spiritual and you're very empathic, the veil is super thin and you're might be, get it just getting impacted more than the average person. Um, especially if you're more intuitive and more empathic and more spiritual. So like protection things that you can do, mm. or maybe we should play around with it for the next one. We can, I can like give you some tools or like some crystals are things to use and see if it helps i'm not saying it's going to make it go away completely but it could make it a little bit easier to move through it um or the universe asking you to slow down so you can get this energy yeah and then you'll feel better the next day you know what i mean like it might just be you're also being asked to slow down yeah no it's funny because i was like thinking that day and there was nothing that really came to me but i was like why did i lose my voice because i also couldn't tell you the last time thank God, I guess, that I like lost my voice from like illness. Um, I was like, why today of all days? What's, what's the deal? But yeah, I don't know. I'll have to try it next time and then update everybody at the end of after, after nine, nine. Yeah. So I don't know, just, you know, always something weird, but All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. These are always my favorite days of the week when we record. If you have any questions, you can always DM us at Slightly Spiritual. And of course, I have to ask you that if you are enjoying the podcast, please go leave us a review on iTunes so we can reach more peeps and grow our community. 
We will see you next time. Bye, guys.